Lucas. 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 Will you listen? Right, I'm I'm being quiet to let you talk. Uh, you're fine. I'm I'm just saying save it as as you said. Save it. We'll talk about it when we're when we're talking on the podcast. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm good to go when you are. Okay. Right. Um, okay, we probably need to start with, with the business because we've already had our chat and I haven't really recorded any of it. So. Hello and welcome to Look At What You Listen. Two old radio heads going through six subjects in about 30 minutes with their opinions and stories thrown in. Bear in mind, we don't know what each other's subjects are. You're welcome to contribute. Look at, at uniquemedia.ie or tweet Look At Podcast on Twitter. That's the quickest I think we've ever gotten into that. I think there's a huge delay on your thing, which I, I think may be, um, may be sorted in the edit, hopefully. Okay, I'm talking now. As soon as you stop talking, is there still a delay? There like, is. I'm, not, I'm looking at it, it here. There, there's a there's a, about a two yes. second delay. Well, that's no good. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. But the good uh, news is you're fully vaccinated. So uh, I would say we're looking uh, at what two weeks? Are we? Uh, I can't hear you. <laughs> there's a surprise. Technical difficulties. Yes, your bandwidth uh, is low. Considering you're only up the road. Uh. Why is um, they will. Okay, so what, what you don't know is we've spent the last 10 or 15 minutes trying to get Neve back uh, because she was so far yes. away and we still have our delays and we have bits and pieces. But we are going to continue and do as much as we can. I would say that's valiant. I would say it definitely is. Yes, on your part, because you're the one who has to deal with the delays. Well, the delays will be fixed in the edit, so that's all I can say. I would hope. That's such an annoying job, God. But the good news is something... It's the most annoying job. It is, but the good news is, uh, as you... you, What did you say there a minute ago to me? For you. No, 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 no. The good news is... Oh, the good news is... It's an annoying job for you. The good news is it's not an annoying job for me because I don't have to do it. Um, The good news is I am fully vaccinated and I will be able to join you in studio in a socially distanced capacity next week. On Friday, I don't know whether and it has to be, be a social. Sense. I don't know whether it has to be socially distanced or not because we're all air conned in here, and we have we have about yeah. two meters between the desks, so we're probably okay to be in the same in the same. We are. Studio. I am very paranoid, though. Are you? Oh well, in that case, we can just do it the way we used to do. Yes. It and I'll, I'll sit outside. <laughs> okay. Get I'll, out of my studio. Exactly. You'll have. We, we will go back to the way it was. We'll put you in here, and <laughs> I'll sit outside in uh, in in um, the uh, production area and do the do my bit from out there. But it, it, at least it cuts out the delays. Yes, that would be good. Hmm. So. God, I can hear. I can actually hear myself echoing in your in your system. I can hear the delay. It's terrible. It's a pretty long delay, let me tell you. But um, we have a podcast to do, and I was going to ask you something there. Yes, we did. Oh yeah, I was very impressed yesterday. By the way, uh, we just texted to make sure we were okay, as we always do, to say, "Are we okay for tomorrow?" And you said you'd done. You had three stories which you picked up during the week. That means that's like you're almost, you know, on top of it. Well, during the week, I just. If I see a story I like, I kind of just save it. And then by the time Thursday comes along, I usually have about three or four. Or if I have two, then I have to go fishing for another one. But I like when they pop up spontaneously. Well, what, what, and it just makes life, makes life good. What normally happens to me is at about half four on a Thursday, I think, oh God, I have to do this thing tomorrow. I better go looking for stuff. <laughs> Quick, hit the top 10 button and try and find something top handy. Top 10, I was just going to say. <laughs> Top 10. <laughs> do you want to do your current affairs? 
Yes, now my current affairs is one that I've done before, but now it's actually happened. Before it was going to happen, and now it's happened. Rich men went to space. Yes. So Jeff Bezos, world's richest man, carries out inaugural space voyage. I don't think he beat Branson. I think Branson got there first. But he soared high above the Texan desert and returned to Earth in a historic suborbital flight that helps to inaugurate a new era of private commercial space tourism. Thank you, breakingnews.ie, which kind of freaks me out a bit. But so your man went to space, rich fell off Amazon, off he's gone to space. Alongside him was brother Mark. How cool would it be if your brother, not doing much today, there's a pandemic going on on Earth, so I may as well be somewhere else. Female astronaut Wally Funk, who, with a name like that, you're going to have to have done something very cool. But she actually trained as an astronaut in 1961 and never went to space. And some jammy 18-year-old Dutch fella called Oliver Damon, who got to go in as well. Yeah, he's a bit jammy, all right. I did see that. He is a jammy dodger. He looks great in the photo. He really, like, jazzes up the photo of them. He's <laughs> got uh, He's got that sort of Disney prince hair going on, so I can see why... I can see why he got on board. But imagine you were that 18-year-old. I'm very, I'm actually, of all the things in this story, I'm most curious about how that 18-year-old got to go to space. He's, he's a groovy guy. He's <laughs> from he's from, uh, he's from the Netherlands, so he uh, could go into space. <laughs> he is. Uh, and it was done on the anniversary of Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin becoming the first humans to walk on moon. That was July 20th, 1969. Now we have a whole new era of space travel with some young Dutch fella who, God knows how he got on board, a female astronaut who finally made it to space, and the brother of a rich dude. Cool. I'm delighted for her finally making it. What age was she? Yes, she was. So it was 1961 that she trained. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Let me just do some. My research hasn't action. been that extensive. I just pulled in it's the not story. Not extensive. So if she was an astronaut the 1960s, I'm going to say she's 70 years old. Okay, but I'm going to say she was really young. Okay, very a very young astronaut back That's in the based 60s. Based on extensive mathematical calculations no but she's a, she's a um they're all looking jaunty in their blue gear well isn't that, nice photo. isn't that the main thing yeah space travel freaks me out but uh you know go for it did dave take any notice of this space story dave doesn't believe in space so we have to we, we can't talk about it because it he's too frightened of it i think it's too vast for him and he, he prefers kind of you know Dublin city centre and then going out to the beach that kind of thing space is too much for him so we're not allowed to address the issue I think that's probably the only reason that you do it on this it's the only place you can talk about space the only place I can talk about space and my belief in aliens yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that's the only thing it's only it's all I've got give it to me um, but yeah, no, Dave is terrified of space because it's too big and anything could come from space to hurt him. So Specific- Specifically him. Tell me about the belief in aliens. Well, it's when I remember being really young and asking a babysitter, do you believe in aliens? She's looking at the sky. And she said, I think you'd be pretty naive to think you are the only species in the whole galaxy that is in existence. And I thought that was a pretty good way of thinking about it. So yeah, I fully, I fully believe <laughs> that they're out there. And I'd love to know more, as long as they're friendly and they're not going to hurt Dave, my husband, because (laughs) he's frightened of them. 
<laughs> but but you don't very, believe very scared of them. you don't believe they've they've come down here already in their in their space ships, do you? I might be one. I'm quite different. People say I'm kooky. I don't know. Maybe I've just forgotten my origin story. Hmm. Exactly. You're like X X Men, like a mutant. You could yeah. easily be. I could be. I could be. But I'm fascinated by all of that kind of stuff. I know very little about it, but I am excited to find out more. No, I have to say, I, I haven't heard you life. talking about the aliens before. My, my my view is something similar. It's unlikely we're the only ones here, but um, it is possible. But it's it's highly unlikely. But I don't believe that they visited us. Well, I don't think dogs could come from this world because they're so perfect and so beautiful and so loving. They've got to have come from some beautiful fluff planet. Okay. And I don't know what we don't know what we've done to deserve them. So I think my dog could be a loving alien and or then, an angel. I don't know. Then of course there's the mermaids. Then there's the, they're definitely real. Mm. I've seen them. You see. Yeah, I wanted to go to a mermaid training school in the Philippines. They have a they have a school in the Philippines where you can go and you can wear the tail and you can learn to, to swim as a mermaid. So I genuinely wanted to do that. Unsurprisingly, my other half doesn't think that would make a really cool holiday. I, I, I never went. find that difficult to believe. I thought Dave would be into that kind of thing. Not. I know. <laughs> I think in Zoolander, where he's a merman. <laughs> I think it's something to work towards. I think it'd be great, crack. Something different. Imagine the photos. They'd be cool. Yeah, they'd be great. Shall I do my current affairs? Well, mine was very, very current affairsy. So oh, it was. I think, yes. Mermaids, aliens, and space. This is this is probably just as current affairsy. Um, Excellent. So we've got our biggest heat wave. I'm in shorts again today, by the way. I, I wish, I only wish I was there to witness well, the miracle. I won't be in shorts next week when you come in here. But there's, there's a popular hack. So disappointed. Popular hack has gone viral on social media. It's been labelled a game changer as people cool off by creating a wind tunnel big enough to sit in using a duvet cover and a fan. Wow. How do you do that? How do you do it? It's, it's The girl's name is Valerie Lamb. She's uh, one of the people who gave it a go and she posted it uh, on her TikTok and I saw it yesterday. Um, so what you do is you get a, you get a fan. She used two. Uh, two fans. Uh, you get your, your duvet cover and you place them over the fans. Uh, just just over the top of them. You, you, not not totally. It's left open, right? But, but they're just okay. lying over the top of the fans. And the duvet cover then comes down into a kind of a teepee thing. And... The air just blows inside in the little wind tunnel. Wow. I wonder would that help my dog? My dog is melting. I would say it would. And I'm going to say we're going to put this up on on, on, on social media. When I say I'm going to put it up or we're going to put it up, we mean social media. No. Mel is going to put we'll it up. Probably be the person for that. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so it, it looks interesting I'm actually going to I meant to show it to my daughter I'm going to show it to her later on Because she's the kind of kind of young one That would have a go at this And she has a fan I have a fan He's called Dave No oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, No I would like to give it a try Especially for the dog Because it's too hot to be wearing A big, big black furry coat Exactly Well take the coat off her just on on the subject, by the way, of of the uh, of the Twitter, Kevin is determined to get a tweet from Neve. He is he's having a go at it. I'd say I I think Mel has gone back to him and said, "Not much of a chance there, pal." Oh, Kevin, yeah, so optimistic. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> I'm particularly bad. It's a well known fact you can't tweet in the heat. Yes, everyone knows that. Everyone knows that it's too hot. It's actually a well known fact that um, that you can't tweet. <laughs> This is it. Um, I'm a big fan of Kevin's, though, so maybe maybe you'll get you'll get special treatment. <laughs> I will keep an eye on that. I don't believe it's going to happen, but we'll wait and see. Uh, do you want to get on to your culture? I feel like if it does happen, it'll be 
Yes, culture. Um, okay, so this is something that I'm genuinely probably going to, to commit at least seven and a half minutes of my life to watching. Ooh. Purely based on the fact that it's mental. It's called Sexy Beasts. And Ooh. it's a new show on Netflix. And it's a dating show. For dogs. So they are... You would think that it is not a dating show for dogs trying to meet other dogs. It is for humans who are dressed as devils and mice and all kinds of crazy things. So they have all these mad prosthetics. So you basically go, it's essentially a little bit like speed dating. I haven't seen it. I've just watched the trailer and decided that I'm committing at least seven and a half minutes to this. So these people have, it says they've removed the superficial element by taking looks out of the equation and they've dressed people up in the most mental looking costumes and the most amazing prosthetics. And uh, yeah, Emma is a sexy demon. You must choose between a marsupial, a monkey, and a rock. And that's my kind of show. So these people, are, are do they decide what they're going to be before they go in? Do they have a, a kind of a leaning in this way, is probably the easiest way I can put it, um, before they go in? Or, or are they given the costumes? I feel like they're given the costumes based on absolutely nothing. Based on the fact that they haven't watched it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Based on how mad the costumes are, I'm not sure people would choose this. Um, but I, they're really, they're really detailed costumes. And I know people started doing this thing with like the masked singer and all that, where where they they took the the visuals away. Although the Irish Examiner does say that um, even though they're taking away all the the sort of quote unquote superficial element. Um, they've still got, you know, models and really good-looking people and people who are <clears throat> motivated physically, to, mostly, <laughs> to find a partner. Uh, someone's looking for... So, uh, Archie's dressed as a statue. He's he's a really deep guy. He's looking for a big-ass <laughs> LL Cool J, big old butt. Oh, yeah. So, that's what Archie's looking for. So, they've removed the, uh, the superficial element. Not completely. <laughs> so, I just think in the middle of a heat wave i'm not i'm not committed to to watching anything serious but i want to i want to give this a go because it looks mad and you will get bet into it and you will be the biggest fan i hope so i like silly things and it looks adequately silly okay and speaking of silly things see what i did there yes oh that's called a seg it is okay baby well, we're <laughs> in this business and we know what we're talking about um <laughs> A cheesy ice cream has debuted. Oh no, really? Wait till you cheesy. hear this. Wait till you hear this. Gross. I'm already, my stomach is turning already. Okay. I have to do it though, I've started now. Um, oh no, I love it. I love, love it, but I'm going to be grossed out by it, yes. Brooklyn Please, ba- continue. Brooklyn-based Van Leeuwen ice cream churned the cheesiness of Kraft macaroni and cheese into their ice cream to create Kraft macaroni and cheese flavoured ice cream. Oh. Too far, too far. Now, I don't get macaroni and cheese in the first place. I mean, cheesecake is... No, I don't even really know what it is. Well, it's essentially some pasta-looking thing with cheese. Pasta with a load of cheese. So it's just a load of calories. Yeah, Yeah. and it it just looks like that melty, cheapy cheese. So uh, I don't really... I think I've had it once or twice, and I'm sure it's it's delicious comfort food. But not for me. Uh, And... Macaroni and cheese ice cream. I mean, cheesecake is almost too far for me. That's almost too cheesy for me. 
but that's a nice thing. I have to say, this is this is too far. I do like a bit of cheesecake. I I wouldn't even the mac and cheese thing. And I watch all these cookery programs, uh, and particularly on the on the the Food Network and whatever the American ones. You know, hey, your great mac. That's the greatest mac and cheese I've ever had. It's a load of pasta with a bit of cheese. It's not that difficult to make in the first place. But the idea of doing it is like making <laughs> onion-flavoured ice cream. Uh, no, thanks. I definitely have seen hot dog-flavoured ice cream, which which also repulses me. Yeah. But mac and cheese-flavoured ice cream... Uh, I'm just thinking of all the components. The dairy and the wheat and just all of that mixed with sugar. It just it just sounds a bit stomach-churning to me. Uh, but I'm I'm a bit of a traditionalist when it comes to ice cream. I don't need anything fancy. I even feel like pistachio and ro- rum and pistachio, rum and raisin, all those. They're a little bit fancy for me. I like something nice and sweet and simple, and nice ice cream, uh, salted caramel. If you're going crazy, and mac and cheese ice cream, the Americans can have it. They can go and enjoy that in, in peace. Well, they've already sold out in a, on the website. I agree with you as far as the the, the ice cream is concerned. Yeah, well, that, listen, that, that the Americans. Um, I I was in Galway a couple of weeks ago and got the best it was just a vanilla uh, 99 thing but you can see that I'd say it was probably about that's about a foot I'd say it was just under a foot high it was huge how do they do it they're magicians oh they are and then my daughter had to walk across the road with it and hold it and make sure it didn't fall over or melt oh my god yeah because that would have been devastating I do love a 99 I like a nice simple ice cream maybe maybe a little bit of cookie dough if you're going wild Uh, but a good vanilla is a thing of beauty. Oh, I tell you. And this was a good vanilla on the prom in Salt Hill. That's ex- the exact that you should have it. I also like a honeycomb ice cream. Oh, I'm a fan. With yeah. the bits. Yeah. Yeah, with the little crunchy bits. Yeah. But a vanilla with a really good topping is a great thing and it goes with everything. It is. Do we want to get into our next piece, the wild card? I'm aware we're going through this fairly quickly, but it, I'm, I'm also aware that every time I interrupt you, I'm five seconds late So uh, and vice versa. So yeah, let's do your <laughs> <laughs> do your, uh, your wild card there. Well, my wild card is tiniest hotel rooms in Cork at City's new and shiny microsleeper. I have a little bit of a fascination with those hotels that have tiny bedrooms. Uh, I think the Japanese had them um, and just sort of like capsule bedrooms, but we've got one in Cork, finally, and I'm really curious. It's basically a mix between, so if you, it seems to be aimed at the 20s and 30s who are going out and having a great time in Cork City and they don't want to spend an absolute fortune. It's very stylishly done. It's called The Res in County Cork and you can choose between a few options there's a teeny tiny option and then there's a bigger option and a bigger option and even their website says you know it's good for you know falling into bed after night out but it's bad for swinging cats in they're pretty funny about it so don't swing any cats and they also don't condone animal cruelty or the swinging of cats and they don't let you bring animals to the hotel as well so (laughs) no cat swinging Uh, but yeah they have color coordinated compact pods each with a king size bed which is good. With an ensuite and a power shower, high-speed Wi-Fi and a 50-inch TV, what else do you need if you're 28 years old and you're going out in the Raz in Cork? So yeah, the Res, very interested to see pictures. I've seen one or two pictures, but I'm really interested to see how small these small rooms are. Uh, but the owner has described it as Ryanair meets pennies of micro hotels. <laughs> I like it. I, think, I remember looking at something similar in London. I think it was the Z Hotel and they're in um, Soho 
and up near Victoria's station. And again, they were saying like, it's tiny. You won't. You, it's not for living in. It's just for sleeping in. And it's very, very cost effective. I don't know. I mean, I've stayed in some some fairly small places. Uh, that haven't advertised themselves as small places. But uh, it depends on how long you're going to spend in the room, doesn't it? Depends on how long you're going to spend in the room, what your expectations are of your stay. But if you're looking for something cheap, cheerful, to get the job done and to sleep in a king-size bed with a huge TV and a shower, you could do a lot worse. Also, if you go for the bigger option, there's some bigger options. I don't know how much bigger they are, but they have a really nice-looking hot tub spa situation on the roof that you are entitled to use. So you can go and sit on a rooftop in Cork and have a great time. Watch the rain. Yeah. <laughs> Last time I sat in a hot tub was a very long time ago you know, on a hotel roof. It was in Belfast and it was absolutely pouring rain. And it was January in fairness. I had a great time. <laughs> Fair enough. Was there champagne involved? Uh, there may or may not have been. I cannot confirm or deny this rumor, but we knew what we were doing. We were It was January, but we weren't giving up the opportunity to sit and look out at the city. I so it was great. Absolutely condone and agree with what, with, with what you did. <laughs> Thanks, Al. What is your wild card? Right, it's Dr. Michael Mosley's 10 Simple Shortcuts to Getting Healthy. You've already been, we, we did five of them last uh, week when we were, uh, when we did the first five. Uh, we'll just knock through the last five. I was so inspired by your first five that I went and I listened to the podcasts and they were great. They're very good. Really helpful, really nicely made. They're beautiful podcasts. Yes, and love them. And very helpful tips. That's it. And they're only they're only 15 minutes long. Uh, some of them even less than that. So we've gone through. These things are, are to help you um, to help you live longer effectively. So take a cold shower is the next one we're going to do. The shock of the cold water immersion triggers an inflammatory response that jumpstarts your immune system. It's like, I think he kind of likened it to going for a swim in the sea. But you need to be under, just under the shower for about, was it, was it 30 or 45 seconds? You need the full minute, I think. He was saying you've got you to hold out for the full minute. Rather you than me. <laughs> well, I really like jumping in the sea. And so, yeah, that made me feel great about myself. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, the next one is do some press-ups. I haven't heard this podcast. I'm not a fan of press-ups at all. But uh, the Harvard Medical School found that men who could do 40 press-ups had a 96% chance of lowering their cardiovascular disease uh, possibilities than those who could do 10 or less. Press-ups, how do you also, feel about Also, men them? who can do over... Well, men who can do over 40 press-ups are also clinically proven to be able to boast more in the pub about it. Of course. So that's good. Well, Dave would fall into that category, I presume. Dave is very, very humble, but he is a personal trainer and he can do press-ups forever. And it's actually a thing of beauty to watch him do it because you're just like, how are you still doing that? It's kind of mesmerizing. He's very very low-key about it, but he's actually really good at it. It's one of the things he's brilliant at is (laughs) press-ups. Very good. Uh, Take a breath. Scientists are finding that deep, slow, purposeful breathing can improve your heart health, reduce anxiety and enhance your brain power by helping you make better decisions. Um, What do they recommend? 424. And that's what do a few breathing techniques. Michael Mosley says 424. So what you do is you breathe in, counting to four, hold it for two and breathe out for four. It's also known as 46. You can simply breathe in for four and breathe out for six. Now, I tried this and it it does slow down your heart rate. Yes, did you? Yeah, I have a fairly low heart rate. I haven't monitored. So do I. I have incredibly low blood pressure as well. Um, I'm sure that's very related. And me with my absolute complete lack of medical knowledge, I have no idea what I'm saying. (laughs) But I like slow breathing. Oh, yeah. And I've always done it. (laughs) And I've done it since I was really young. And I swear by it. Yeah. No, it's good. It does work for you. Um, Have a hot bath. 
we've had the have a cold shower now have a cold hot shower. bath yeah we uh, can't there's a heat wave on it's exactly they tracked 30,000 Japanese adults over 29 years and found daily hot baths are associated with a 28% reduced risk of heart disease and 26% reduced risk of stroke. I couldn't tell you the last time I had a bath. I'm a bath person. Yeah. I love a bath. And I feel bad about it for environmental reasons, so I try and limit my bathing. But a hot bath, a jump in the sea followed by a hot bath yeah, is very true. pretty much heaven. That is my... That is my favorite thing. I tend to have a bath when I'm when I'm away, and and the hotel room has a bath. I'll have a bath, uh, but that's probably because I've been walking around wherever I'm staying in the city. Generally, a city break, walking around all day, and come back and have a bath. But it's something I just I never think of at home, uh, and I don't know whether it's because of the amount of time involved or what it is. Never think about it, but I do enjoy a bath. I love a bath and I stick milk, honey, Epsom salt, anything in there and I sit and I listen to music and I don't think about anything. Hmm. But now I'll have more of them now that I know it's making me live forever. Exactly. You need to do it. Uh, finally, count your blessings. Uh, he said you got to go through this, uh, this procedure of just being thankful for what you have. Yes, that's a big one in the last 15 years. I think since The Secret came along, we've all got our gratitude journals and mm. we're all going over all the things. And Oprah writes five things she's grateful for every night into a book and says that it does wonders for her. I always try to do that, but then I get mad and forget and go back to being annoyed and then wake <laughs> up at three o'clock in the morning with rage. So I need to go back to doing that. You need to work on what I'm grateful for. Your default position, though, is angry, angry lady, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very passionate. Sorry, creative, passionate, passionate sorry, passionate, not angry. Yeah, I have a lot of vigor, a lot of joie de vivre. <laughs> Sometimes it just looks a little bit like rage. <laughs> right, and that's not what it is. <laughs> that is the, uh, the that, that's the end of that top 10. I'm going to find another one now for next week. That was great. And I loved listening to, I haven't listened to all the podcasts yet, but I loved listening to them. They're they really beautiful. And, and um, Dr. Michael Mosley is a great man. Yep. Nope. They were very good. Okay. Listen, we're going to, we're going to leave it there due to the delay on the, on the line, which will be fixed in the edit. So people are going to say there was no delay Sorry, on that Al. line. No, it's not you. It's, it's, they're going to say there was no delay on that line. What the hell is he talking about? So that means that you've done an awful lot of work. Hmm. Picking up. that's a really annoying thing to fix uh, it's easy enough these days I remember back in the olden days when I started we were working on tape and you couldn't see delays with what we use these days oh it's all in front of you and you just look and you see the blank spots and you just take it out it's not too easy not too difficult <laughs> well thanks so much Al it was great to chat to you and I might even see you in person next week I am so looking forward to seeing you next week um, and I will. <laughs> I promise I'll sit outside and you can sit in here but you will have a cup of tea outside afterwards but it's big out there lovely um, right yes, that was the look at will you listen uh, yes and I am going to do a bit now I'm going to do the bit so yeah if you'd like to get in touch <laughs> you can contact us at look it at unique media dot ie that is the well email done. address or you can tweet us at at look at podcast on twitter and mel social media mel who is a social media legend is uh is manning the tweet deck night and day night and waiting day. for your interaction and input yes right subscribe and leave a rating or review on your podcast platform of choice next week neve bennett joins us in studio unbelievable i can't i can't believe it it's just too unbelievable we'll see you then rage in person bye produced by unique media